Well, hello, y'all. Hello, hello. I hope you are having a fabulous Saturday. Bianca and I are going to go get breakfast at the Flying Biscuit. And uh, I actually hope the audio sounds fine on this. This is my first time doing a live with the the phone in the car. Um, so I know that I've gotten a lot of requests to resume podcasting and I would love to resume it. I think the challenge for me with podcasting is I have to sit down and pay attention um, and then edit while at home and I'm on the go so frequently that um, yeah, I just, I haven't carved out time to be stable and, and sit at the table and, and record, uh, for podcasting. However, I, um, I don't mind driving and talking while I drive, uh, because traffic can be pretty thick anyway. So why not maximize my time? So yes, this will be a test. Um, I will also put this recording on Anchor. I just learned that Anchor has functionality for you to upload video podcasting to, what do you call that thing? Spotify. You can put your video, look at this bitch. You can put your video podcasts on Spotify. Um, yeah, and it's really cool. So I want to do that. That'll, this will be my test for that situation. Um, I think today on my commute to the Flying Biscuit, I'll talk about my experience having to evict people out of out of my one of my rental properties. Um, so I will start from the top. I got I got a Airbnb request back in April for um, a small group that was coming from New York to celebrate someone's birthday. So let's call her um, Shelby. It was Shelby's birthday and the group was traveling to Atlanta um, to celebrate. So Shelby and her group of friends stayed in my apartment for the weekend. They were absolutely great guests. Um, they kept the space sparkling clean, nothing was broken, um, they had pulled the linens and everything and swept. It was basically spotless when I walked in, couldn't tell that there was a reservation there. They even left me some flowers and a bottle of wine, so I thought that was really cute. Um, a few weeks pass and they reach back out through Airbnb and say, hey Brandon, um, my sister and I, we want to move to Atlanta and wanted to know if you would let us stay in your in your place uh we were so comfortable and we loved it we'd like to stay there until we can find a permanent permanent spot in atlanta um and i was like okay cool so you're talking about two or three months they're like yeah it should be about three three months so what i did was their first month and this is june so they originally stayed with me through airbnb in april they moved in 
in June again, um, like with all of their stuff from New York. So they moved in and I made them book that month through Airbnb. Um, and then I wrote them a two month lease for the remaining, you know, cause they asked for three months. So I wrote them a lease for the remaining, remaining two months. And uh, yeah, so they paid the first month's rent through Airbnb. Um, they paid half of the second month's rent and that was it. So half of July and then August came around, they hadn't paid. So I filed for eviction August 19th. Um, all this time, you know, I'm checking in weekly, like, Hey, how are things going? They were claiming that their employer, um, was shorting them on their, their weekly pay. Uh, these were, they were working in food service. So they say they were working in food service and said that, um, they were getting short on their credit card tips when it was time to get cashed out at the end of the night and all of this madness. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I, I have a great staffing agency, um, that does staffing for all types of roles. Um, if you're not liking how things are going in the restaurant industry, I can connect you with this staffing agency. Just send me your resume. I'll tweak it and then I'll forward it along. They never sent me the resume. I told them, you know, just pay something uh, because I still have to pay the bills, right? So I still have to pay mortgage, HOA fees, um, electricity, and every, all of the other utilities were still in my name because they were only supposed to be there for two or three months so it didn't make sense for them i didn't yeah i wouldn't have wanted to go through having to disconnect and reconnect after they moved out for only two or three months so i'm like you know just pay me something i'll be okay with whatever you got um and send me a copy of your pay stub so i can see kind of what you're working with and make make a modification based on what you're you're bringing in from work they never gave me their check stubs they never sent me resumes um and so that was telling me like they're not even really trying and I don't think they actually want to work and I'm not sure if they actually are going to work. Um, and maybe they are actually making decent amount of money and just being twat and not paying me because they're twat. So I went ahead and filed for eviction August 19th. And so I was expecting like a quick turnaround to get a court date scheduled. So a month passed before um, they were actually served due process. So after uh, you file your eviction documents in the state of Georgia, it's called a dispossessory. Um, and essentially that's requesting possession of your property back. Because technically when you have someone renting your property, you're not in possession of it. The tenants are. So I filed a dispossessory. I had to go to the courthouse, pay the $2 and some change for parking, Aggie, um, go in. And it was actually really easy to do it. Um, and I was, it was so easy. It's, I felt like it could have been done at home, but they were making it seem on the website, like you had to come file the documentation, um, at physically in the courthouse. So. I filed the documents and I paid for the Fulton County Sheriff to serve them their notice of lawsuit. Cause basically a dispossessory, a dispossessory is almost like the same thing as a lawsuit. 
and you have to be served due process. Um, basically, a formal notification and document documenting process um, that clarifies that you have been put on notice about this pending legal action and you do have to show up to court. So I paid for Fulton County Sheriff to do that. Um, after three weeks, I was like, oh, they're taking a really long time. Um, let me go ahead and find a private process server. So a private process server is an individual that has um, basically been put on a roster as a trusted person other than Fulton County Sheriff who is certified to provide uh, due, due service of process, due process of service. I think it's called due process of service. So I found a, a private process server. Um, they were able to get out there by like the end of the week. Um, and by then Fulton County Sheriff, as far as I could see, still had not attempted service. Um, so I got the private Uh, to warn me, or I basically turn the apps off after I've consumed 30 minutes of social media in a day. Uh, but anyway, I had the uh, private process server go out and serve them. Um, the ladies were complaining that the air condition wasn't working. I knew the air condition was working just fine. They just didn't know how to work the Nest thermostat. Um, so private process server, I told him, hey, um, these ladies will be looking for, they will be looking for someone to come fix the AC. So when you knock on the door, tell them that you're there to um, fix the air condition. And he did just that. And that's important because like, people will try to dodge um, being served legal notices like that because you can't move on with the legal proceeding until the plaintiff or all parties rather. You can't move on with your court proceeding until all parties have been properly served. Um, so he was able to get them serviced by telling them that he was there to fix the air condition. They happily opened the door and welcomed him in and he gave them their, their documents. So that's after a month of waiting on Fulton County Sheriff. Um, Fulton County Sheriff finally attempted service on month, on day 31, I think. So basically the next day after I'd already paid this private process server an additional 200 bucks, I think. No, it was like 150. So I had to pay 150 for that. And that's annoying because I had already paid Fulton County Sheriff to, to move forward with this process. And so it's annoying because I felt like I was double paying for the same service. But anyway, the private process server was able to do it a lot quicker. And what even made me more upset is that when Fulton County Sheriff got the, when they submitted their first attempt, the document said that it was rejected. Like the sheriff who, the deputy that was supposed to go serve the, the papers rejected the request because the address didn't have a Northwest on it. And I think that's stupid because there's only one street in the whole zip code with this address and there's only one address with this set of numbers. So it's like he could have found the address just like USPS finds the address without the Northwest or Southwest. So that was annoying um, and kind of a waste of money. So that's a big learning for me 
is that I need to just go ahead and have a private process server serve papers moving forward because they can do it a lot quicker, like in two days versus the timeline of four weeks for the first attempt um, from Fulton County Sheriff. And then, you know, if someone sees a Fulton County Sheriff through the peephole and they know that they're waiting eviction papers, they might not open the door in an attempt to avoid getting served their, their legal notices. So that's a big takeaway. Um, so got them serviced and a, a court date was scheduled, um, but the court date wasn't scheduled until n November 1st. Like that's the, the date they set. And that was frustrating because that's like a month and a half away from when they got service. This Sonata is about to hit me. What are they doing? Okay, so I, you know, I'm trying to think of creative ways to like get them out. I was like, hey, if you just leave soon, I won't pursue, you know, the full amount that you owe because they had owed like over $10,000 for the stake, right? Because they, they had stayed for three months at this point without paying a dime. And that's just not okay. And the rent's high because it's a fully furnished apartment with utilities included. So the rent was pretty high. Um, you know, so I'm trying to encourage them to just like find somewhere else. They're like, oh, well, we're putting in applications and can't find anything. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you need to, you know, get a move on and go ahead and get out because if I move forward with these with this eviction and it shows up on your credit, then it's really going to be hard for you to find somewhere else to stay. That didn't work. Um, so fast forward to November 1st, we have court. Um, they tell the judge, yeah, we just don't have the money. Brandon's been nice, but we told him we need we need more time and blah, 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 blah. Essentially, none of that matters. In the state of Georgia, you have to pay your rent or leave. So that's essentially what the judge said. Um, judge gave them eight days, seven days. I think it's seven days. By law, you, um, you have seven days to move out after um, a judgment in a dispossessory proceeding. So they were supposed to be out by November 8th. They were not. Um, because they were not out by November 8th, then I had to go uh, back to the courthouse and file for a writ of possession. And writ of possession is essentially an application um, through the court to have the sheriff um, actually show up and put the people out for not paying um, because the judge told them they had to get out by the eighth and they were still there. So I filed, um, and it, the, you know, the judge signed the document saying that I could proceed with having the sheriff's department put the, put the girls out along with their stuff. Another learning, and I did not know this before now, is that you cannot put people's stuff out by yourself. Um, you have to have at least six people for an apartment, like a condominium. You have to have at least six people hired um, to move forward with that. So not only did I have to pay.